Light your fire with Congo Bongo on 1200XL. Hi, everybody. Welcome to 1200XL. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. We're back. It's We're back. back. This is our, you know, it's been almost a year. Yeah, it has. Since our last episode of 1200 Yeah, so. once a year. That's our promise. <laughs> you know, Aaron, we're here to talk about Congo Bongo today. What do you think humanity's fascination is with the great apes? Well, they're cool looking. And they're, we know they could, if they took the notion, they could take over the planet. Mm-hmm. We know well, that. We know that from film. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. And because they're stronger, faster. You ever watch a, a great ape or even a lesser ape? <laughs> Or a monkey. You ever, see, you ever watch them swing around? Oh, yeah. Or grab? They're, they're like, they got power to spare. They're leaping and jumping. They're crushing limbs and mm-hmm. they can hang from their feet. Yeah. They can bust open pineapples and coconuts with their hands. They can't do any of that stuff. They can wear a suit and smoke. Well, they shouldn't, though. No. So that's more of a monkey thing. Really? You don't see a lot of people trying that with a great ape. I don't think they'd go too good. Yeah, that's true. What was the, What were those movies that were real popular in the 70s that co-starred an orangutan? Uh, any which way but lose, right. any which way you can. Right. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Did you yeah. ever see those movies? I did. I did. Right turn, Clyde. Bang! And he punched the guy in the face. Really? Yeah. See, I've never seen those movies. I just saw the posters. It's funny that you would bring those up having not seen them. <laughs> and, and, and the only thing you knew was there were movies made that had a monkey. That's all you knew. But yeah. that was good enough for you. Wait, listen, I, I'm, I've got a low bar when it comes to the great apes. You know, monkeys have been prominent in film and TV you know, not just the Planet of the Apes stuff, but your King Kong is mm-hmm. another one, you know, and Congo and stuff like that. They're big, they're, you know, and they're cool. They're fast and they're beautiful creatures, you know. Mm-hmm. Although, the creature in this game is a jerk. That's true. That's true. <laughs> do you want do you want your monkey or your ape, if you will, to be a face or a heel? It's hard to turn them face. I mean, because... You get to the sort of model area where they wear the like a Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. you know. Where, but I mean, even Donkey Before Kong. Before you know it, they're wearing a tie. Yeah, I mean, I like killer apes. Okay. Even in the old days, like the Avon Costello days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they the three King Stooges. Kong at some point? No, but they had monkeys were a prominent feature at all those shows. There was always an episode, or even in cartoons, where the monkey would have escaped from the zoo and he was running a rough shot in the a house or whatever in the middle of the night. But back in the old days, they were much scarier. Now they're sort of comical. It's funny until they grab hold of you. Right, right. You know, then they hurt you. You know, yeah. so maybe they knew better back in those days. I wouldn't try to feed one smoke or hand feed one. They'll mess you up real bad. Where do you stand on grape ape? <sighs> you know, I watched that one back in the day. It's not my favorite. Really? Let's be honest. He's a geek. Now, he did have, I believe he had a van full of chicks, Mm -hmm. as I recall. Yeah. So, he had him and Captain Caveman ran with a a fast crowd, Mm -hmm. you know. So, I've got to give him that. Yeah. You know, who had the Teen Angels? I can't remember which. Was that the, was that? That was Captain Caveman. Was that Captain Caveman, the Teen Angels? So, what were Great Bates crew called? The Great Bets. The Great the Apets? That's even worse. You don't want that. No. You don't want to hang out with the Apets. That's no good. <laughs> That's not when we break ourselves up. Can we just talk about the game? Oh, okay, yeah, let's talk about the games. Mm-hmm. 
Man, the Atari can pump out the tunes, couldn't it, folks? <laughs> May not represent actual in-game music. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's talk about the original arcade release of Congo Bongo, okay? Yeah. So when you think about Congo Bongo, you think that this was published by who? Sega. Sega, okay? But a lot of people don't know the history behind the developers of this game. Okay. Okay. This was the this was coded by an outfit called Ikigami. Oh okay? man, Ikigami didn't get started with Sega. They got started with their arch rival Nintendo. Really? Yeah. They first contracted with Nintendo to develop uh, games for their fledgling arcade division. They actually were the ones that were behind Radar Scope. Oh boy! Believe it or not. <laughs> And when radar scar when radar scar when radar scope flopped, yeah, they also inked a deal with Nintendo to work with Shigeru Miyamoto to produce their next game that was going to replace all of these radar scope cabinets. Oh, I see. Okay, so they came up with a little game called Donkey Kong. Oh, they came up with Donkey Kong. Yep. Okay. Now, guess what Nintendo did? What? Nintendo said, oh, you remember how we told you we were going to give you these distribution rights and give you a big cut of the sales? Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. Oh, whatever. I thought I thought the Miyamoto came up with Donkey Kong. He did. He came up with the character. Uh-huh. But you know who was sitting beside behind the computer writing all that code? One of the guys from Ikigami. That's right. Wow. Okay. I've never heard this tale, but So, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge mark when it comes to the big N. I like Nintendo's stuff. Yeah. But Nintendo's business practices and dealings often somewhat shady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, this you know, when you when you play this game, just before we even get the gameplay, it looks Right, like you could have put it in a Nintendo cabinet. The, yes. The way the bonus is, the levels, it looks just like Donkey Kong. Well, that's no accident. That was the same team that developed both these games. Okay. Well, yeah, boy. So I, that's good stuff, Boat. Ikigami ended up suing, and this court case went on forever. Yeah. It went on forever. They finally settled in 1990. Wow. Over yeah. an undisclosed sum. So he did knows. get paid. Yeah, the, the, the team did get paid. Okay. Yeah. And so what does Ikigami do with them? When they got burned by Nintendo, they say, okay, we're going to join forces with Sega. Yeah. And we got a game idea, and they wrote Zaxxon. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Look at that. So you want to talk about a talented group. Now, I tried to find more info on Ikigami. Who yeah. are these guys? Yeah. I couldn't. What's that mean? Does that mean anything? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. But anyway, these guys have talent. It means we've got talent in Japanese. That's now, what it means. Now, did they, after Zaxxon and this, did they have any other big hits? Uh, that's a great question. I did not go further. I did not go further in Ikigami's uh, oeuvre. You know, it's funny, Boat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like a real dummy here. I know. it's a, But, I mean, I never... It's This game really had so little in comparison to Donkey Kong in terms of gameplay right. that I mean they, they both have a big monkey mm-hmm. but I never really thought about the other parts the high scores when I mean, it's dead on it's dead it's on de- as I look at it now <laughs> for, with new eyes I'm like man I sure am stupid I never even noticed that exactly that exactly. is good so, stuff both you know um, and of course Zaxxon br- brought that isometric perspective to the table yeah so they basically this game was basically a synthesis of both of their two previous games you take the uh, the ape from Donkey Kong, the isometric perspective from Zaxxon. You mix in a little bit of Frogger in there. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yes. Bongo, excellent. Bongo. Excellent work, Boat. Now, did, did you play this much in the arcade? I had never once played this in the arcade. Did you ever see it in the arcade? Never once. Well, I, if I have, it's been in one of these new retro arcades. You know, I have played this in the arcade really? when, it, when it was originally out because I'm old, you know. 
And um, I, I thought it was interesting, but I didn't like it that much. And the main reason was I, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was, I had the same sort of problems with it that a lot of people had with Zach's on. Yeah. It was tough to judge things. Right. And when you died, when you die in a game and you're not sure it was your fault, that's not good for the game. It's not good for the game at all. And this game didn't try to do anything crazy with the joystick. It just a one stick, one button game. Um, and was Zaxxon the same way, or did it have a special flight control? Do you recall? It had. I think it had a uh, Zaxxon had a yoke. I believe a yoke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense because you're going to want to do the altitude with yeah. the yoke. Yeah. But anyway, this is Congo Bongo. Let me let me read you some of the lore of Congo. Yeah, Bongo, please. Okay. So, Congo Bongo, you are a safari hunter. You kind of look like you got the WC Fields Gin Blossom, right? Yeah. Your nose is incredibly huge and red. You're wearing your classic safari hunter uh, get-up, your pith helmet, yeah. your khaki color. It's like you outfit. went to Vincent. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Remember the school in Huntington? That's oh, the Vincent. Way their band used to dress like this guy. Really? That yeah, like a their, big, huge okay. group of geeks. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't go to school there. Yeah, good That's move. Good. Oh, they're out. The school's gone. That's so true. Don't worry. I think it's still there. I think it's a middle school. Okay. Um, so you are going about your business, and all of a sudden, this damn dirty ape rolls up on you. <laughs> While you're while you're trying to sleep, yes. And what's he do? He sets fire to your tent. He sets your tent on fire. Well, of course you're going to want revenge. What's yeah. this ape doing? When Why I, does he want to destroy you? When I first saw this, I remember because in Donkey Kong, he took your woman. Right. You have a reason. That's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. But because he's an animal too, he doesn't know. Yeah. He likes. Hey, she's he's acting on instinct. She's a good-looking yeah. broad. Right. right. This is straight up malice. That's right. This is just being a jerk. Mm-hmm. He comes and sets that dude's tent on fire while he's asleep. Right. That's like <laughs> attempted homicide. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? It's time to go and skin an ape. That's after right. That happens. That's right. So you are chasing after Bongo across four different stages. I'll give you the rundown of the stages. All right. Here, now okay? this is all arcade. This is right the arcade. We're yeah. still in the arcade version. You got stage one. That's Primate Peak. Is that okay? It's got, it's got a name. It's got a name. Okay. You know, what you do in Primate Peak is you climb the mountain. Yeah. Okay. Pretty simple. Stage two, Snake Lake. Yeah. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. Yep. You got to avoid the scorpions on the bank, and then there are snakes that were crawling on these islands in the middle. I hate that. Okay. Yeah. Stage three is Rhino Ridge. Yeah. Okay. And you got this vast plain, the vast African plain. And there's these rhinos that are just charging at you from the other direction. So this is a game of avoidance in this game. Finally, stage four is the Lazy Lagoon. This is what I like to call isometric frogger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They you're, know what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. You're just be you're, you're you're jumping on hippos on the backs of fish trying to cross this this lagoon. Okay. Yes. So when you complete stage four, yeah. there's Bongo. He's asleep next to the campfire. He you such little mind. Yeah. Yeah. He just fell asleep while you're coming to him. Exactly. He had to see you. <laughs> So what do you do? It's revenge time, baby. You take a stick out of the fire, and you just light his butt up. (laughs) You set the ape on fire. That's right. That's right. Don't call the ASPCA about this guy. No, they wouldn't do anything to help this guy. (laughs) He had it coming. That's true. But I mean, the last scene is pretty funny. When Bonka jumps up, he's like, ah! Now, as you talked about before, there are oh, visual man. similarities here between this and Donkey Kong, mostly notably in the score section. Yeah. The HUD is, is almost exactly the same. Yeah. You've got the same bonus tick down. It's like revert, it's on the reverse yeah. side. The level indicator is the same. But I wouldn't call this game a Donkey Kong ripoff <clears throat> in the slightest, would you? Listen, it 
are you a guy going to get an ape? Yes. Are you? Are there parts where you throw something that's barrel-like at you? Yes. It's okay. True. true. That's pretty much the end of it. I don't think there's any other part of this that's in Dog Donkey Kong in any way. Yeah. Plus, let's pretend they made Crazy Kong, which is exactly like Donkey Kong. I wouldn't have a problem with it. They got screwed. I don't understand that. Right. You got to remember that this is the, the. I can just imagine just the program is just steaming as they're writing the oh, code. Yeah. We're going to get Nintendo. Yeah. Now. Let's go back to the arcades in 1983. Oh, okay? man, I would. 83 was a huge year. Okay, yeah. 1984, my personal favorite year in the arcades, but 1983 was no slouch. You had your Star Wars. You had your Dragon's Lair. Oh, man. Your Mario Brothers and your track and field. Yeah. Where are you going to put Congo Bongo in that pantheon? Last. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead last, unfortunately, for Congo Bongo. It's not anywhere near those so guys. So this is this is not one of your this is this is not one of the all time greatest hits of night. Oh, I, I, I listen. I'm not here to bury this game. I actually like this game, but it takes a lot of getting used to. It's tough to get good at. I'm not good at it. I'm okay at it. Uh, and, uh, and and the uh, you know the first level is hard enough. It's by far the most difficult to to go through. As someone not knowing what's going on with isometrics. Mm -hmm. And so picking it as the first level, I know why they did it because it's so impressive, but it's it's the hardest level to navigate, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not the hardest level to complete, that's for sure, mm -hmm. but it's the hardest to navigate. Uh, and so uh, in terms of that, yes. But I mean, it's a fun game, but it's. It is very different than Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong takes pinpoint, like platforming. This isn't even a, this is sort of a, it's not a platformer. I don't know what it is. It's a, it like you said, it's part frogger. This goes, this is something like a gorf, mm -hmm. where they just took different areas of different games and just kind of blended them together. I will say, I mean, uh, um, it's not as fun as uh, something like a Donkey Kong for me. Mm-hmm. Just because it's harder to get good at, right. I think. I know a lot of people think Donkey Kong's super hard. It, it's pretty hard. But this game, I thought, was also pretty difficult. Yeah. Now, Aaron, it's time to leave the arcade version and dive right into the Atari 8-bit version. The opening of this is god-awful. Yeah, yeah. It's god-awful. It's the worst. It's it's You talk about a bad impression to start off with. Having that brown screen... Having that uh, ugly startup, they ask you joystick or keyboard, one or two players. It's as generic and weak as you can it make looks, an opening. It looks like a basic game. It, it was, yeah. Yes, it's off centered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They yeah. picked the worst colors. I mean, you can pick anything there. Right. Right. You know. So yes, the opening to this is is the dirt worst. Yeah. Dirt worst. Okay. And then you start. This game uh, features two of the four levels found in the arcade version. Which yes. You get the first level and the last level. So once again, the first level, Primate Peak, uh, where you're climbing the mountain, and then Stage Four, Lazy Lagoon, aka Isometric Frogger. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the first screen in the Atari 8-bit version is actually known as Jungle Mountain. Okay. And, uh, and I don't so, changed it. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, basically, what you're trying to do is you're trying to ascend this peak by either climbing up the sides of the hill or using vines uh, to reach Bongo. Okay. Also, in this game, uh, they rename in the Atari 8-bit version they rename Bongo to Congo. Riddle me that. Huh? That is weird. Yeah. Why would you do these things? I don't know. My guess is they had no idea what had been previously written. 
And they just made it up. Yes, I believe you're right. So, uh, you know, in there, how are you going to die? Well, pick your poison. You, <laughs> you kidding me? You could either get hit by a coconut because Congo slash Bongo is throwing coconuts down. You can fall into the water. You can fall off a ledge or you can run out of bonus time. Uh, in this game, the uh, score in your bonus time is presented in a very unattractive green and yellow color screen that runs across the uh, the, the top of the screen. Horrible. And I want to get to the very worst part of this entire game, in my opinion. Okay. And that is the movement of the coconuts. <laughs> they look, is, it looks like something like a you know, Nintendo It's straight out of the game and watch. Yeah, the That's game exactly where I was going. Yeah. There is no attempt at animation here. No. It is a single frame of a coconut in one position, and then it's replaced in the next position facing the opposite direction. Yeah. It is the dirt worst. Let me ask you a question while we're on this screen. Because you got further in this than I did. And so I assumed at some point this might happen, but maybe it doesn't. In the arcade, the little monkeys will get hold of you. Yes. And you have to jump up and down and get them off of you. If enough of them get hold of you, they'll throw you off the ledge. Right. In this, I can never get the monkeys to grab me. So, well, that's the reason why is because in the first level... You, no monkeys will jump on you. That's what I, okay. that's what I figured. The yeah. second level, one monkey can jump on you, and that'll prevent that slows you down. Oh. And then after the second level, two monkeys can jump on you, and you know what they do? They give you the old heave ho right off the that ledge is funny, to your in death. The Arcadia way. So yeah. they 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 as opposed to putting a difficulty level in. They just sort of manually made their own difficulty exactly, level. Exactly. So to get the monkeys off your back, you must jump three times without moving directions. That's you got to try that in your life, Aaron. To jump get three monkeys times. Off your back. Yeah. There's also a monkey on your back song, I believe, sung by yeah. New Kids on the Block. I thought George Michaels Baby had a song like back. that. Don't look now. There's a monkey. Is that George Michael? Man, you may have. Done. No wonder that band went out of business. <laughs> Holy smokes. So there's not really much more to say about old Congo Bongo. Uh, it is an arcade port, but it is extremely poor. Uh, this is, I mean, Sega, I, their, their port of Frogger was good. You know, they did the Frogger port, the yeah. Atari 8-bits. It was decent. Now, the problem is, of course, Frogger, much, much easier to convert to multiple systems. Uh, this, this game got a lot of different ports on a lot of different systems. I did want to bring up the Master System port brief. Or I'm sorry, not the Master System port, the SG-1000 port briefly. Yeah. Uh, the SG-1000, you know, I played all the different versions of this. This came out on the 2600, believe it or not. This came out on the VIC. You want to stay away from the VIC version. It's no good. Yeah, it's no good. It makes the Atari version look great. Uh, came out on the C64 and, of course, the SG-1000. The SG-1000, they decided in Sega to do what they did with a lot of their arcade ports and say, listen, we don't, we know that our home system doesn't have the jack to do a good job with this isometric perspective. We're going to turn this thing around and we're just going to do it all side on view. Yeah. Not the worst idea in the world. It's, it's almost Yeti-like in the way yeah, it looks. Very Yeti-like. Yeah, so anyway, if you want a totally different experience playing uh, Congo Bongo, check out the SG-1000 I'm going to throw another one out here that we covered a long ago in the Coco show. The Coco clone of this, Guadabuana, which is similar. It's isometric, sort of it was a takeoff on Congo Bongo. Do you remember that one? We've never done that on the Coco show. I you think, must have done it on a screen. I think we did do it. I have an encyclopedic Yeah, knowledge. well, you go watch the show because I'm sure we did. Anyway, there's a Coco game called Guadabuana, 
that's a sort of a clone of this. That's and it, it's way way better than this. Mm, yeah. So I would give that one a whirl too if you're a Coco this one person. Is, of all of the ports, this one is definitely on the low end. The best port I found on a home system is undoubtedly the ColecoVision port. It's that's the other good. one I tried. It's very good. It's better than this. Yeah. A Coco. Are yeah. we a Coco? The ColecoVision had a good track record with decent uh, ports. Yeah. You know, but really, let's face facts, boat. Because we're both Atari guys mm-hmm. from back in the day. They could have pulled this off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was sort of a crud job. Yeah. They could have done a lot better, and they just didn't care. And if you're just going to include the two levels, you got to make one less... Cl- I mean, the second level of this is cl- clunkaroo. And even the first level, the places that you could... You could pretty much climb up anything. You could jump up anything. It's not like the arcade at all in terms of the movement. You know, I mean, I, I've given this thing some points just for being this ancient, you know, and pu- they pulled it. If I took this home and I liked this in the arcade, I would be uh, okay with it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be jumping for joy. If I'd paid 50 or more, I'd be not happy. Yeah. But I would call this one eh. Now, we did get some reviews from our Discord community. If you want to join our Patreon for this show, patreon.com slash 1200XL, you can uh, become a member of our Discord community and uh, leave us a review to read on the air. Our first review comes from Pajaco6502. He says, Sega's answer to Donkey Kong is actually not too bad. It's a little tricky to get your head around playing an isometric platformer, but you can get there. I stumbled across this a few years back, and whilst it isn't a firm favorite, it's a fun one to play once in a while. The Atari 8-bit version sadly goes to show that some people just couldn't get their head around programming pseudo-3D games. It does a reasonable attempt at the graphics and sound, but the controls and sprite collision just aren't there. I noticed things like when playing, the jump is off, so you jump onto if you jump onto a higher platform, you end up further along the upper platform, which if you're not careful can lead to some exasperating yes. deaths. Yes. Also, it appears that two of the levels are missing. (laughs) Oh, by the way. (laughs) Thankfully, the other main level the developers went for is a good one, so it isn't all bad. With other great games freely available on the Atari 8-bit, this is one is a miss for me. Five out of ten. Not not unfair. Not unfair. C64J writes, Congo Bongo is a classic, but not as good as Donkey Kong, my all-time favorite arcade game along with Punch-Out!. I like the look of the Atari 8-bit version, and the music is good. I find the controls lacking, making this version of the game difficult. I played this on original hardware with my Competition Pro joystick, so lag was not an issue. Only two of the four boards are present, which is disappointing. I give this version a 5 out of 10 and much prefer the C64 version with all four boards. Yeah, not having the boards. They did the same thing in Donkey Kong a lot of times. It pissed me off then, too. Yep, that's right. You know, it's a letdown. And especially when you turn in the frame rate of this... You know, you're really, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think 5 out of 10, eh, that's not, that's not too far off, but. We got one more review from Steve W. Oh, yeah. He says, I never saw this in the arcades in the UK back in the day, so I came to it fresh. It's a fun game, but the home ports are highly variable. The C64 comes close to the original. Sadly, the Atari 800 version looks more like the VIC-20 version than the 64. That's correct. The controls are less precise, too, and lead to some frustrating deaths. I'll go back to this game, just not on the Atari, 6 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, and even the ending of this, when you finally get up there and set them on fire. Mm -hmm. Trust me, if you haven't played this in the arcade, it's worth just going to watch a video of the the opening and closing, because it's pretty amusing. Yeah. A pretty amusing game. This one, eh, not so much, but sorry to say. All right, Aaron. What are we going to be playing next time on 1200XL? Let's see what we got, Boat. Oh, man. 
Seamus. Seamus. Now, this is one you told me you you had some experience yes. on in the past. This is a game that is very close to my heart. I grew up playing the heck out of this game. I look forward to going back to it to see if I'm any better at it. Have you played any Seamus? You know, I have this for the Coco. Oh, if you can believe. In fact, okay. I've got an actual box copy of this. Cool. So maybe I'll, I'll break it out. This when is another Synapse software game. The yeah. same folks that brought you Blue Max. Yeah, you know it's gold. Yeah. All right. We promise that Seamus will make an appearance sooner than uh, Congo Bongo did. Yeah. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And, guys, make sure you play your Atari today. Do it.